Hello and welcome to another mini episode of the Ornithology Presents Forgotten Films. I'm Ben Hyten. Joining me today is a very special guest. Please stop me if I am pronouncing this incorrectly. Uh, say hello to Alan Baldy. Aha! <laughs> Smell my trees. Very good. Uh, you can add that to the canon of your impressions. That's that's solid. Yeah, they're pretty much all the same with slight variations. No, oh, I think that was pretty solid, to be fair. You are part of a rebel alliance in an attempt to destroy the Empire. Flawless Reese Witherspoon there. Yeah. It's probably not even right. I, I don't some think nerd, it is, actually. Some yeah, nerd's going to write in and say, that's not what he said. That's I'll not let, exactly. That's not what he said. Make it so, number one. Ah, Riker. Today, what we normally do on these mini-episodes is uh, look at some more recent films that may become forgotten films, but I've only been watching really old films this last weekend, Alex, so uh. Uh, I thought actually this is an opportunity for us to look forward, because we are approaching the end of our first decade of forgotten films. I think it's yeah. been a mixed bag, and I think we'll do a little look back perhaps when we get to the end of the 80s. Yeah, I'll be honest, I'll be honest, not, not as chuffed with the 80s as I thought I might have been. Really? Yeah, I think we're going to have to go back and do a bunch of bonuses. Like, just maybe a few bonuses on, like, some of our defining films of the 80s. Like, I'd really like to do Adventures in Babysitting with you. Okay. I I thought when we started out that we would um, air towards the cheesy action films. So did I. And we've really actually resisted that and found some pretty classy films. A couple of trashy ones, too. Yeah. I have to say, I've been really satisfied by it. I, I'm really glad yeah. that with some of the film. But we'll talk about that another time. As we record, Alex and I are a couple of episodes ahead of the listener. And uh, and we are right at the end of the 80s. And we've had a piece of correspondence that, as well as being just generally really lovely, um, yep. this person that's, that's emailed us has decided to give us a, a, quite a long list of films that we could look out for in the 90s and noughties. Yeah, it's excellent. Ben, do you want to just start off by reading the email? Yeah, sure. So this is entitled Forgotten Film Suggestions. Hey, Ben and Alex. Well, actually, there's an exclamation mark there, so Got I it. fucked it up. So it should be, hey, Ben and Alex. Yeah, they fucked it up as well. It's the wrong way around. Well, I, I usually... Alphabetically, it's the wrong way around, but... In terms of orders of magnitude. Importance. Well, in terms of importance. Well, agree to disagree. In terms of size. <laughs> yeah. You're huge. <laughs> Thanks very much. I'm tiny. Uh, let me start off by saying that I love your podcast in all its iterations. That's it. That's it. Done. Yeah, That's you're the email. sincerely. Yeah. That's the email. Uh, in lesser hands, the season themes might seem gimmicky, but your love of film and your interesting discussions elevate the show. It's in my top two. That's amazing. This is the best fan mail we've ever received. This Where is a it, genuine piece of fan mail. This isn't just yeah, correspondence. It's not just someone we know either. Yeah. Uh, Rob, Marland, I'm looking at you. Yeah. No longer, good, mate. No longer. No, you know, I, I mean, I have been number one fan for a long Adam, try harder, mate. Yeah. Richard. <laughs> Who? I've got I've got a random question from Richard, actually. We'll come to that in the yeah. end, then. They continue. I only wish it were more frequent, but as you guys are doing this as a labour of love and not being paid, kudos to you both, and I'll take it when I can get it. Words that I live by. I know. 
I am really enjoying this season's retrospective look back and love your reviews of movies from the perspective of guys who love movies. Great fun, even when the film chosen isn't that great. I'm looking at you, the Wraith. Totally legit. That's a legit comment. Also, if we ever just decide to stop this for a while, whatever, and we reboot a podcast or we come back to it again, can we just call it Guys Who Love Movies? If it's not taken... It probably is. It's, but it's it's certainly the kind of podcast name that would probably get us more listeners. Yeah. For a week, at least. Um, if you guys are taking suggestions for forgotten films, I really hope that you'd consider these. We are. We totally are. Absolutely. We absolutely. want all the suggestions. We want to be piled under suggestions, so I don't actually have to rack my brain and look through things. So they've highlighted a few here. I'll just read this bit out, and then we'll go through the full list. Cool. 1995, Mute Witness. Great little indie about a mute, not deaf woman who witnesses a murder but can't get anyone to believe her. Now the killers are coming for her. Really curiously, Alex, this film popped into my head a couple of weeks ago and Weird. I made a note to put it on my list because I bought it when it first came out on video. I missed it in the cinema. We've got to, we've got to look at it. Very stylishly made. Not yeah. completely successful, but also a great central performance from the main actress, yeah. but also notable for being the last ever film Alec Guinness starred in. I think it's a it's a forgotten film. I, it's definitely worth a look, that one. And having been very disappointed by the last film I watched where a mute was the protagonist, I think that I'm up for it again. What was that? It was called Mute. I didn't see it. Oh, with, you did. The Duncan Jones. I didn't finish it. No, with um, Ant-Man. What's his yeah. name? Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd, yeah. Uh, this is another great one here, 1996, The oh, Frighteners. This totally. When I saw this, I went... Fucking, yeah. this is the shit that we're doing, The Frighteners. I, I love it. Pe- that is Pe- such a good call. Peter Jackson's great movie before he became Peter Jackson. Super fun, wonderful performances, and marvellously written. A forgotten Michael J. Fox movie also. I'd agree with all of that. I think Michael J. Fox is brilliant in the film. The yeah. effects Agreed. at the time were, they blew my mind. Yeah. It's it's a great... We're doing it. Like adult Ghostbusters almost. Yeah, yeah. That's one of our picks in 1996. <clears throat> a bit more controversial, the next one, 1997, yeah. Jackie Brown, the forgotten Tarantino movie. Disagree. In, in Tarantino, maybe in Tarantino's canon, maybe. I think some people forget it is Tarantino. It's his most mature film to this day, I think. Yeah. Uh, arguably my favourite. It, it's a toss-up between that and Inglorious Bastards, but Forgotten is a bit of a push. No, I agree. It's not a forgotten film, but to say no. it's a forgotten Tarantino movie isn't yeah. that unreasonable. 2000, Ginger Snaps. Horror movies are often the worst of the genre films. Thank so when, you. Thank so, you, Carrie. Well, Thank yeah, you. Disagree, disagree. Yeah. So when you find one that is thoughtful with great performances from people who didn't make it big, it's rare. Totally this, agree. This one might break your rules by having both a sequel and a prequel, but mm. I honestly don't know how these got made. The original had a $5 million budget wow. and grossed $2,500 in the US. Jeez. This is an overlooked gem. The whole series is great. I'm yeah. going to I'm gonna look into whether those numbers are right because I, I remember Ginger Snaps making a bit of a ripple when it first came out, and it's good. It's a good movie. This is the, the first film, Ginger Snaps, yes. and then there's a sequel and a prequel. Yeah. But then, uh, do you think they were made in that order? Do you know about this? Yes. Right. And I okay. think the last one was direct to video. They might have both been direct to video, actually, the sequel and prequel. But, but how does a film that cost five million, that only made two and a half thousand. Yeah. How does that get a sequel and a prequel? 
cult following, my man. It came out at just the right time where Ain't It Cool News made a big noise about it, so it had right. this internet following. Right. And I think it was very successful on home video. Although I've never heard of it. That doesn't mean anything, actually, if I've it's never a, heard of it. It's but... a werewolf movie. Yeah. Well, I love werewolf movies, so... And then finally, 2007, The Lookout. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is a man with a brain injury trying to be independent with reduced capabilities. His current situation is contrasted with his former glory as high school athlete, which makes for a thoughtful movie right there, but things turn ominous when a criminal gang exploits him to help rob the bank where he works as the janitor. Can he turn the tables and survive? Best note-taking since Memento. Now, I never got around to seeing The Lookout, so hold on, I'm just a bit lost. I was not. I'm just. I don't understand that. I think I'm being dumb. What does best note taking since Memento mean? I don't get it. Well, because in Memento, Guy Pearce covers his body in ah, tattoos. Doesn't God, he? I'm being so stupid. I don't course. know how the lookout factors into it, but Fine. I guess maybe fair, fair enough. in 2007 we'll find out. Yeah, there's a, there's a special way we'll find a good tease. Yeah. Again, Carrie, well done. And uh, they conclude by saying, guys, as one film lover to the both of you, if you haven't seen any of these, treat yourself. Thanks for what you do. And I hope that it brings you joy. Sincerely, Kerry, Vermont, USA. P.S. I'm including my full list that I prepared spanning 1990 to 2010 below. And we'll run through that in a second. We are going to run through the full list. Yeah. I'll tell you what, just after, just because of this and the time that, that's been put into doing this this email, I'm I'm definitely going to be watching... You know those those picks. Mm. I'm going to be giving them a visit again. I've been me- meaning to rewatch Jackie Brown for ages. Yeah, it's a great film. But I think what we'll do, Ben, is I'll go down the list of movies, and you tell me like, yeah, what you think about them. I'll say anything. And, that and I, and I have to say, there are a couple in here. Not only that I haven't seen, there's a couple here that I'd never even heard of, and I've had to do a little bit of research on. So great list. Yeah, yeah, go on. But before we get into that list. Uh, I just read you a comment from a guest that's been on before on a Jack Reacher episode. Uh, hey Alex, really enjoying your hundredth episode. Random question: Is the pile of VHS tapes in your podcast image a stock photo, or is it a photo of your own, or Ben's actual movie collection? Hope you're feeling better than in the record because we were ill a couple records ago. Uh, it is a stock photo. There you go. In in short, yeah, yeah, I found a few, and I tried to find the one that um, had the most random little entries on it to represent forgotten films. Obviously, yeah. <clears throat> there you go. And Hope name some of those if you can. Your cu- I can't remember. No, okay, it doesn't matter then. Anyway, I hope that answers your question, Richard. So Carrie's list. So we start in 1990 with King of New York, Miami Blues, Mountains of the Moon, Q and A, White Hunter, Black Heart. Yeah, so King of New York, do you know that one? Nope. Christopher Walken. Oh, yeah. Mafia movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I may have actually seen it. Yeah, I do not Again, remember. really bizarrely, I watched it again last weekend. Uh, it's on Arrow Video on it's their so streaming weird, service. Uh, it's just had a Blu ray re release as well. It's good. Uh, it's mostly watchable for a brilliant performance again of psychopathy from Christopher Walken. Miami Blues is interesting. It's a young Alec Baldwin and Jennifer Jason Lee. It's kind of a fun knockabout, kind of dark comedy crime movie as well. Right. Uh, Mountains of the Moon I'd never heard of. Right. Um, Q&A is a, a legal drama from Sidney Lumet, who made a lot of the best legal dramas ever made. And White Hunter Black Heart is a Clint Eastwood movie 
about the filming of The African Queen um, John right. Houston. It's not bad. So it's a making of film. It's a fictionalized accounting of the making of a John Houston movie. Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure about any of those, to be honest. King of the New York is the one that sticks out, but Miami Blues is the they're, one that's... They all I'd seem forgotten, forgotten though, film. to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miami Blues is fun. I'd, I'd be interested to go back to that one. Certainly, certainly a good... There's a good list to look through there of like what may, may be forgotten, may be recommended as well. Yeah, yeah. 1991, Cast a Deadly Spell, Dead Again, and Rush. So Dead Again is another one that was firmly on my list. That's Kenneth mm. Branagh and Emma Thompson. Really cool little Hitchcock kind of movie. Oh, yeah, I have seen it. Yeah. Cast a Deadly Spell is another one that I never heard of. And I yeah. went and looked it up. Yeah. That sounds really funky. And I okay. am. It's a, it's a 40s noir film yeah. that takes place in an alternate universe where magic is commonplace. All right, we're doing it. I'm done. I'm sold. Sounds amazing. I'm sold. Well done. Fred, Fred Ward's in it. Yeah, well yeah. done, Carrie. Sounds great. I, I'm doing That sells me on it. Yeah, yeah. So 1991 Fred might, Ward, be, might be covered off there, to be fair. No. Um, Rush, uh, yeah, it's a... So po- possibly really for like 1991, we're doing Cast a Deadly Spell, Dead Again. You see, listeners, this is what you get when you send us your lists. Yeah. This is what happens. We'll do your episodes. This is this is not, Carrie's bag, 1991 here. I, I don't it's know how done. many times I have to say it. Try harder, listeners. Yeah. We haven't <laughs> said it that that often, actually. Okay, try harder, listeners. Yeah, okay, good. Damn it. 1992. Well, Rush, sorry. What about Rush? Uh, Rush, uh, I think that was like a junkie movie with Jason Patrick and it might be Jennifer Jason Lee again. I I didn't really like it. I've never heard of it. Uh, You've seen it? Yeah, I think like Jason Patrick's an undercover fed or something like that. Fine. 1992. The Crying Game. Sorry, Carrie, I'm calling this one. Definitely not forgotten. Oh, really? No way. The reference. Well, I suppose because of the twist. Yeah, so, yeah, you're right. You're so right. Even people who haven't seen it make the reference to it. Uh, the, the shame about that is the Crying Game is an excellent film that is only remembered for that one. Yeah. Twist. Yeah. Which we won't spoil here. Obviously, let's not spoil it. There are some people that call for like, what is it? Is it a moratorium? I don't know. What it is when like like a it, statute of limitations. Yeah, statute of limitations. Yeah. Not what is a moratorium? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Statute of limitations on spoilers. It's like if you haven't seen this now, you're never going to see it. It's like, what? What about my, yeah. you know, my nephew who's well, you know six? Now, now that Game of Thrones is in its final season, there's going to be a lot of people making that claim, and I call bullshit on it too. Yeah, I've seen it. If you haven't seen it, we all have to talk about it. It's like I've seen it within me? two weeks. What? <laughs> two weeks. An episode of a show. Yeah. Yeah. So let's not spoil the crying game. But an excellent film. A credible performance from Stephen Ray yeah, in that. Which film. I have never seen. Uh, it's, it's very, very good. Yeah, it, but it is... I certainly would put it as... I, I'm aware of it as a film that if you're a movie lover, you, it's a crime not seeing it. Innocent Blood, 1992 again. Terrible. Mr. Baseball. Now, I do have a memory of this film. Is it... Let me see if I can pull it out the cobwebby depths of my brain filing cabinet here is it tom berenger no but i can see where you said that right think tom berenger with a mustache <laughs> so weird. for fun i was gonna say jack nicholson but that, that does, I, exactly for fun because <laughs> it's so not right or mr t no wait tom berenger with a mustache or what? just think mustache you made it worse for me oh tom Selleck. yes All right okay Oh, yeah, of course. Mr. Baseball is Tom Selleck. I'm, I've seen this film as a kid. Don't remember it at all. Okay. 
Is it? Is I, it I, I don't think I've seen it. I don't think. I, I think it's one of those kind of feel-good family movies. Yeah. And the last one on the 1992 list is The Player. Brilliant film. Don't think you could argue for it being a forgotten film. I think I've seen it as well, and I want to say it's Tim Robbins. Correct. Yeah, Robert Altman movie. Yeah, very very good. I watched it again last year. Yeah, but uh, did not. Did we had it on our original list? I think. Did we? I think Andrew may have sent it in. Okay. Uh, 1993, The Piano. Not a forgotten film. No, that's still. I mean, again, a film that, that perhaps deserves a bit of reappraisal, but I'm pretty sure it got a re-release last year for yeah. its 25th anniversary. Yeah, I've not seen it again. Yeah. It's uh, one of those Holly, Holly Hunter, absolutely incredible. Yeah, in it. I, I'm aware. Um, yeah. And uh, the kid got the Oscar, didn't she? That's right, Anna Paquin. Yeah, Anna youngest Paquin. ever Oscar winner. Possibly, there's a case to be made to say it's forgotten, but I, I'm not so sure. It's certainly a prestige film that the industry won't have forgotten, but yeah. that's never been a rule for us. We've, like you could be a massively successful film that got forgotten. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, uh, but I think the piano still has a, a life in culture, um, partly because of the soundtrack, because the music I is so just going to say, I've listened to the soundtrack a yeah. million times, um, but I still haven't seen the movie. So I married an ax murderer. I remember this. I remember. Woman. Yeah. Whoa, man. I remember enjoying it. I am not convinced it's worth another look. It certainly, I think, qualifies as a forgotten film. The forgotten Mike Myers film, indeed. It's yeah. not Wayne's World and it's not Austin Powers. No. Um, and I think it's one of his better performances, actually. I quite yeah. like him in it. The whole film doesn't really hold together for me, but there are some yeah. very funny bits in it. Is it unfair of me to compare Mike Myers to Adam Sandler? Is mm, that... No, that's an apt comparison. Yeah. It, like, his acts got tired... I don't know if that... Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And I don't like saying that because it's like still quite talented. Like even Adam Sandler, as much as people rag on him, and like, I, I think, think he's Adam a Sandler's super talented very, guy. Very yeah. talented. Yeah. And, he just makes I... really awful decisions. Yeah, and it's sad. And so it's like, but I get the same thing with Mike Myers. So when I say that the racks are tired, I don't mean that like, I think they're bad. People can become parodies of themselves. They get typecast in their own humor. Undercover blues. Don't yeah, know do it. Remember don't remember dead? it. It was like my dream movie when it came out because it was Kathleen Turner and Dennis Quaid who were like my wow. two favorite people yeah. when I was a kid. Not bad. Um, and they're a couple. Mm. Uh, it's very, very 90s. I'd give it another go then. That's the kind of thing I liked. Yeah. It's kind of comparable to Kindergarten Cop. It's that kind of movie, I guess. But it's okay, Undercover Blues. It's all right. Yeah, okay. The Secret of Roan Inish, 1994, we're into now. Okay, now this was one I haven't seen. I did recognise the name and I thought, I'm sure there's a prestige writer or director attached to this. And it's John Sales, who we will be talking about next week. So John this Sales. is a, Yes, this is a John Sales picture that I haven't seen. So I definitely am probably going to watch it. Yeah. I would have to decide then whether I think it's worth talking about on here. Mm. But And I think yeah. that's the case for lots of these. And I'm certainly going to be giving them a go. Recommendations from fans get put to the top of my list. 1995, Citizen X. Yes! What, what? a fucking great shout that is. Yeah. I'm really glad that... Uh, Carrie, Carrie, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing your name Yeah, me correctly. too, if I've been saying it wrong. That is absolutely fits all the criteria, and it's a great film with another great Stephen Ray performance. 1995, Citizen X is going to happen. Okay, that's your pick for 1996. Probably. Okay, fair enough. Although, I, I won't say I anything say, about it. Yeah. There's another one you're going to say in a minute that was on my list for 1995. Let me see which one it is. 
Was it Devil in a Blue Dress? Yep. Yeah. Denzel Washington, uh, Don Cheadle. Great film that didn't yeah. get the love it deserved. But I don't think it's as forgotten as Citizen Possibly not. No, Possibly. definitely not, yeah. in fact. Yeah. No. Um, City of Lost Children. Mm. You see, I've not seen Citizen X, City of Lost Children, or Devil in a Blue Dress, but I'm aware of them. City of Lost Children was Jean-Pierre Genet. It was the film he did after Delicatessen. Uh, right. And it's got uh, Ron Perlman in it. In a, it's full French language, though. Interesting. Ron uh, Perlman doing French? Can he do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Ron Perlman. Um, I really do. Much darker than Delicatessen. And I actually find it a bit of a slog to get through. Fine, okay. But beautiful. Well, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, these sound like good shouts. We've got Lord of Illusions, no. which don't know anything about. It's a Clive Barker film. I never saw it, but You're I guarantee you, you won't like keen. it. It's, okay. it's grungy horror. All right, okay. Um, Mute Witness, we've discussed. That's and Strange Days, which is mm. certainly on my list. Because I, as some fans may have, may have gleaned from this podcast, that I'm a bit of a nerd. I love tech and sci-fi stuff. I'm constantly trying to stay up to date with developments. And Strange Days is something that is high concept sci-fi. The idea that you can... Um, record people's dreams or memories and there's a market for it i don't know if it i can't remember whether it's a black market or legit market it's not that that's not that important well i think there's a black market for snuff movies so people commit uh, right, murders that's, that's the point yeah, yeah record the memories and then you watch yeah. it like a like a vr implant almost don't you? pretty much yeah um and actually the technology sort of exists now the idea of it being a realistic experience that you think that you feel like you're part of and you're, you're into it. They were still far away from that. And yet we still seem to be progressing towards that um, a lot further along than strange days would have us believe it's was made in 1995, but set in 1999 at the That's time right. of the millennium. Yeah. Um, do you know who wrote it? No, I don't remember. No. James Cameron. Ah, right. Another reason to revisit it. Cause James Cameron's certainly a podcast favorite. I, uh, I think had, there's more to it than I give it credit for when I first saw it. I had really high hopes for it because Catherine Bigelow directed it and she'd just done Point Break, which I love. James Cameron, obviously. Good cast, Juliette Lewis, Angela Bassett, Rafe Fiennes. Yeah, I was really disappointed by it, but I haven't seen it since it first came out. Right. So, yeah, worth a, worth another look, I think. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that was 1995. 1996, we've already discussed The Frighteners and Phenomenon. No. I can't believe this is on the list because let me just say with all my heart, I do actually want this to be the film that I think a lot of people think it is, but I can't get on board with it. It's not a good movie. It's, I wanted it to be great. It's, um, uh, John Travolta film. Come on, jeez. He's an angel. No, that's, no, that's Michael. Michael. Yeah. yeah. So they came out the same year. I think. They came out the same year. Sorry. I'm mixing them up. Both not both not great. Phenomenon is he he's got some powers, right? Yeah, I dislike yeah. this film intensely. Yeah. And with the whole Scientology link and something like that, it puts a bad taste in my mouth about what these films were. And but I have to admit that at the time I was I just, I did think that it was cool. But I know I just know it. I'm cringing almost at the thought of seeing it and doing it on the podcast. I, I don't think I can bring myself to I, do it. I think But fair play, if you liked it, you liked it, you know. It might the the danger with doing a film like Phenomenon, which I think is absolutely a good pick, it fits yeah, the criteria. Not Michael though. <laughs> not Michael, um I prefer Michael, I'll be honest. Do you? But, really? Yeah. Oh, um, weird. 
is, I think it would become a hate watch for us phenomenon. Really? And if we would be dogpiling on it. And given how nice this email has been, that wouldn't really be fair. No, it wouldn't be smirch fair. the memory and, and of a film. We're so on board for the Frighteners anyway, so yeah, yeah. you definitely got a pick for 1986. Yeah. I mean, quite a lot is coming out of this. You know, yeah, yeah, it's really good. Really helping us out. 1997. Now, this is one I called yeah. The Edge. Yeah. Definitely, now that we've had a fan recommending it, I'm doing it. I'm certainly really watching good. it. And yeah, that's like the thing. It. We're certainly going to watch all of these. They'll become part of our discussion for each year. Uh, not all of these, many of these, excuse me. But um, but then followed up straight away with Gross Point Blank. That's definitely a forgotten film. And I love that movie. Brilliant film. Yeah. Yeah. However, I don't think it's a forgotten John Cusack movie. And I think for that reason, anyone who follows John Cusack knows Gross Point Blank. Is it Mini Driver as well, right? Mini Driver, yeah. And Dan yeah. Aykroyd as well. Yeah. And I think, I think it's a film that a lot of people won't have seen. I, I can't. Maybe it's just because I know it and I love it that I think uh, quite it's quite culty, gross. Yeah, point. yeah. So I'd be surprised to see if we fully got on board with it being forgotten. But the edge for sure. It's Alec Baldwin. Yeah, I can't get. I was trying to think of the actor's name. Uh, I'm not. I can't call it up for some reason every single time. And Silence of the Lambs. Alec Baldwin and Silence of the Lambs are stuck. Anthony Hopkins stuck in the woods. It's a thriller. It's a David Mamet film. You see, I love David Mamet. What year is The Prisoner? Spanish Prisoner. Spanish Prisoner. 98 or 99, I think. It's going to be a double David Mamet for me. Well, it's there's be another couple picks. of David Mamets because we talked about Spartan and yeah. um, uh, Homicide as well, which he did Jesus. earlier. So, no, But The Edge is, is my pick for 1997, unless something better comes along. The Rainmaker. Well, I refer you to the earlier email from Rob Marland about The Rainmaker. Fair enough. I guess you, you, you're keeping silent on that one this time. Switchback, don't know anything about it. I I think that was a direct-to-video to movie over here. It's Dennis Quaid again, uh, Danny Glover. It's a serial killer movie. All right. Yeah, it's okay. It's nothing special. We skipped past DOA. I, I quite like that movie. I don't can't remember what year that was. It was a couple of years before this. So 1998, Bullworth. Which I have previously mentioned on a mini-episode when I talked about Warren Beatty's Reds. Warren Beatty, uh, yeah. I was yeah, going to... Yeah. Yeah. I like Bullworth. I'd be up for right. that. Uh, don't know anything about it. All I know is that it's Ron Beatty as a rap oh, artist. Oh, well, I'll, I'll give, yeah, I'll give you the elevator pitch. He's a politician who's given up and calls a hit on himself to force him to spend his last few days in office being honest. And he goes into the like the underground of the city, meets Halle Berry, and yeah, starts a rap career. So amazing. So weird. How is that? How is it not? I can't imagine it not being offensive nowadays. I honestly don't know i haven't seen yeah. it again in probably yeah. 15 years but i thought it was it was but I, definitely don't get interesting me wrong. there's definitely a way of treating it that is not offensive of course there is yeah yeah, yeah. and warren Beatty's a smart guy yeah i know yeah, i always liked him best warren Beatty film uh oh fuck parallax view agreed yeah yeah what's the I one i was gonna who, say dick tracy no it's just the one he's most known for i love dick tracy it, oh, i don't dislike it no it's weird it's weird. very weird. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's why I don't think I was ready for it at the time when I saw it. So, Fallen. Yes, you've definitely seen this. Of Denzel Washington. Yeah. Yeah. As, I, as I think this is a really, really good pick. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Um, it, this is... Th- that is... Fallen is a definition of forgotten film, I think, for me. 
him being 100% biased, a film I liked that I forgot about. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, but it was a moderate-sized hit that, yeah. again, That's you know, it. didn't didn't get critical praise or anything when it was first released. Yeah. And then people discovered it and was like, yeah. this movie's pretty fucking cool, actually. Yeah, it is cool. It, it's really cool. And deals with ideas in a different way. Ideas we may have seen before, but slightly differently. Yeah. Meet Joe Black... I'm really surprised if that's forgotten film. It was on my list. It's a good film. I like I like Meet Joe Black. Anthony Hopkins again, and Brad Shit is Bradley in it Pitts. as well. I, what I would say about Meet Joe Black is it's a much better script than it is a film. I think the script is really really underrated, but the filmmaking doesn't quite keep up with it. I don't it's think. more of a script than it is a film. You're reading you're reading a script than you are watching a film. No, I would have liked to. Have, I would have liked to have seen that exactly. script yeah. directed and cast differently. Yeah. Okay, and written the, differently. D- so I would remake and that acted movie. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Reboot. Yeah. yeah. Meet Meet Joe Black needs a reboot. Out of sight. Now I think I've seen this. Yeah, it's have George Clooney. It? George Clooney and Jennifer Lopez. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't remember it, though, very well. It's great. It's definitely not forgotten. It's a fucking classic. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Ronan. See uh, above. All the points. All <laughs> the points. No, great, but a no, classic. No, for picking it. Just for picking it. Oh, fine. I love this film. I love Ronan. Yeah, me too. Yeah. The Siege. Mm. Denzel again. Bruce Willis. And I can't remember who the woman in it is. No, uh, it's okay. Know. It's by Ed Zwick, who did The Last Samurai and um, and Never Go Back. It's yeah. okay, but it's. Yeah. I would think again. There's there's some racial stuff in it that I don't think would play anymore. Right. Okay. Six days, seven nights. Never heard it's of it. Harrison Ford and Anne Heche. Right. Um, yeah, that's. Oh it's, yeah. It's like Castaway. I remember rom com kind and of thing. Stuck on an island and that's right. Quite uncomfortable. Didn't Anne Heche come out like the year after that same? Something year? like that. Yeah. 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 Uh, sliding doors. This film has been referenced so much recently, especially yeah. with like um, simulation theory and stuff like yeah. that. It's like it is the thi- the reference that people make. To Isn't explain that nuts? That it's simulation. a high it's a high concept rom com, and yeah. we're going to have a couple more of these in a minute. Yeah. But it's a high concept rom com that seemed to get an idea across in a much more palatable way than yeah. a lot of science fiction films did. To the point yeah. that it is it's a touchstone now. It's Absolutely. A it's, if you want to talk about parallel universes, alternate realities, you talk about sliding doors. And almost every time I hear people talking about it, they reference sliding doors. So yeah. it's like, well, that's definitely not a forgotten film, just because of that. I agree. Um, but not an awful film. I remember liking it when I saw it. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, Wild Things. <laughs> that's can't be forgotten. It's a, the, just for one scene, right? Same reason why the, the crying game is not forgotten. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But having said that, I'm going back on it. Just because lots of people know about and reference a scene, there's it's the scene in the swimming pool with Neve Campbell or Nev Campbell, how you say her name, and, and Denise, Denise Richards. Richards. Yeah. yeah, but it made a splash, huh, didn't it? At the time, because well, they they were they were big big names, right? They were sex symbols at the time. They were big boobs too. That's true, Denise. <laughs> That's. You you eye roll me for made a splash, uh, you know. I'm just stating a fact, man. It, it's true. I'm. Not, <coughs> there's no. Um, yeah, wild things thing. is so trashy, but yeah. kind of fun. But I don't, I don't remember think, it. I don't, I don't think it. there's. I don't think there's enough to sustain a conversation. Well, here's it. the thing: is that is a movie forgotten? You see, because just because everybody references a movie, the amount of people that reference a Bogart movie, it doesn't mean 
You could still argue the film itself is forgotten because people make references to films who have never seen the films. No, but I think Wild... Well, first of all, Wild Things has had a couple of sequels as well. Uh, but I, it's it's that idea of having a cultural footprint and Wild Things has a cultural footprint. Okay, Just fair as enough. Sliding Doors does. Fair enough. That is, that is what we said as a disqualifier. Just trying to play Devil's, devil's Advocate. Not the movie. 1999, The Limey. The Ninth Gate and Stir of Echoes. <clears throat> Stir of Echoes is a brilliant call. Uh, very good film, Kevin Bacon. I kind of remember it, and I kind of remember going, being excited about it, and then going, eh. It's, it's solid, but it's got a couple of very disturbing sequences in it, so I give it a pass for that. I just remember the, the ending letting me down. Ninth Gate is a very, very strange film with an absolutely mental ending. What's that? Uh, Johnny no, Depp. That's the 13th floor. That's the other one I was thinking of. Yeah. Something else. Uh, Johnny Depp, uh, yeah, it's set in Rome. And the Limey, eh, it is, it's style over substance. It's Steven Soderbergh. Um, it's not one of his best films. It's fine, though. Yeah. 2000, we got Bounce, The Contender, Ginger Snaps, we talked about. Pitch Black, good call, I think. Two I like- cinematic sequels, though. I know, it doesn't disqualify it. Yeah, Beast- it kind of does. Beastmaster. They were direct-to-video sequels. Fair enough. Um, Return to Me. I kind of remember that. Why do I remember that? Uh, so Ginger Snaps we've done. Pitch Black, I don't uh, I don't really think it counts. And I don't I don't actually think it's that great. Um, the Contender is a is a pretty good uh, political movie with uh, Gary Oldman, Jeff Bridges, and mm. I can never remember her name. Joan something from Face Off and the Bourne movies. Joan Allen. Uh, really good actress, good performance, okay film. Bounce and Return to Me, I haven't seen either, and I looked them up. They're both high-concept romantic movies as well. Right. Uh, Bounce has Ben Affleck switching tickets with someone for a flight, and the flight then goes down, Right. and he ends up getting together with the widow of the person who Weird. died. Yeah, all right. And Return to Me is similar in that someone's wife dies... And the partner falls in love with the person who gets the heart transplant mm. from his wife. Right. Uh, Return to Me is directed by Bonnie Hunt. Interesting. Yeah. So Friend of the I, podcast, Bonnie Hunt. I'd be I'd be curious to see that yeah. and see if it's any good. Yeah. From Jerry Maguire and uh, Rain Man. 2001, The Mexican. Good call. Never heard of it. I'm pretty sure you saw that in the cinema with me. With- Brad Pitt and Julia Roberts. Oh, yeah. Forgotten. Cool. Yeah. 2002. The Secretary. Or Secretary? Mm. Is this James Spader, Maggie Gyllenhaal? Yeah, love yeah. it. I have seen it, and I not don't remember whether I liked it or not. I remember thinking it was a bit not okay for me to watch. Like, I didn't mean? feel good watching it. Oh, okay. That's what I meant. Oh, I think it's great. I think it's really interesting, erotic, yeah. uh, edgy, yeah. really well-written. And I think, yeah, probably deserves reappraisal. So I'm, James I'm all Spader on board is for that. up there, my top top ten, if not top five, of actors. So I'd be up for giving it another go. Two thousand three, Identity. <laughs> I think I know this. Is it John Cusack? <sighs> yeah, both the, of these movies. The guy are John with the blinky eyes and Runaway Jury is also John Cusack film. And and another John Grisham. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to say I don't really like either of these. Runaway Jury is just so middle of the road. It's fine. It's it's an interesting film, but you never need to see it twice. Identity is a it film that hangs completely on, on a twist. twist. I was going to say it's so, it's so heavily, so heavily. 
Yeah. I, it's, and it's one of those twists for me that didn't make me go, oh, cool. It was like, oh, fuck you, movie. Yeah. It's, it's, if you want to watch a better identity, watch. I'd say that's. Is that, that's a bit of a spoiler. <laughs> Is it? That's kind of a spoiler, yeah. If you've seen Identity, it's a spoiler for Or if you've seen it's a spoiler for Identity as well. If you've not seen either, let's cut the whole thing. Cut yeah. it. <laughs> there are better versions of Identity out there. Fine, okay. 2004, Man on Fire, The Village, Layer Cake. Now, I'd, I'd go for The Village. but Yeah, again, that's the only one there I'd go but for. But again, not forgotten. I... I it might be one of the forgotten of the M Night films. Yeah, I think so. And and yeah. people look at that as the beginning of his downturn. And I disagree. I no, think I love the a good movie. No, Very really good. good movie. I may I may pull it up again for two thousand four when we get there. Two thousand five, Constantine. Now I'm assuming that's the um, Keanu. Keanu one. That is the only one, right? Although There's a TV series did, now. Uh, the TV series. I thought they got a movie though. No, I don't think so. Anyway, um, John yeah, Constantine is a comic book character that Hellblazer, yeah, yeah, got turned into this movie. I really like Constantine. Um, yeah. I agree that Keanu was wrong for the comic book character, but the portrayal in the film is very, very good, and it's very stylish. Yeah, I'd be surprised if it doesn't have a cult following, considering the fact that it got a TV series as well. Yeah, exactly. I'd be surprised that anyone who's watched TV series hadn't also watched the film. Two thousand six, Lucky Number Eleven. The Illusionist and The Lady in the Water. There are some people that say that The Illusionist is better than The Prestige. Those people are dead wrong. I disagree. However, The Illusionist is not uninteresting. I I enjoyed watching it. I will not be putting it as a forgotten film, though. No, it's fine. It's not Ed Norton's good in it, but it's a once being, done, I... Yeah, being released at the same time as The Prestige was its downfall for, for many reasons. Uh, but I, I don't think it's one I'll be revisiting. Lucky Number Slevin, I think, feel like the same thing. Lady in the Water, I feel the same thing about that. La- Lady in the Water is the beginning of Shyamalan's downturn. Yeah, I have uh, to agree. There's some really distasteful stuff in it. Um, and Lucky Number Slevin is half a movie and then another half explaining the twist. It's a, such a yeah. strangely structured Bad film. year for 2006. <laughs> but there, there's some interesting stuff in Lucky yeah. Number 11, but oh, nothing I'd but, go back to. But those three movies aren't terrible picks for forgotten films. Uh, I'll say that. 2007, The Lookout, The Invisible, Next, and Mr. Brooks. Now, which on this list do you think I like, Ben? Next. Yeah. Um, a good Nick Cage movie. Exactly. That's half of the reason why. It's it's yeah. just because I expected it to be absolutely awful. It's it's strange. It has a very strange ending, but it works within its concept surprisingly it well, I think. It does. The Invisible sounds interesting. That's um, Justin Chatwin, who we've mm. talked about on War of the Worlds, uh, is in an accident and then becomes invisible to all living people. Wow. That's all I know about it. Never seen it. Um, and you know Mist- what? Mist- uh, let's do next and the invisible. I think well, next maybe, is maybe. is forgotten for sure. Um, and Mister Brooks is a is a yeah, it's an okay Kevin Costner movie. I didn't really rate it myself. Two thousand eight, the assassination of a high the assassination of a high school president, and the wrestler. I know mm. which one of those you like. Uh, well, I have I've only seen one of them. I really like the wrestler. Um, it's not a bad call for being forgotten, actually, for what a splash it made at the time as the revival of Mickey Rourke. 
um i do think it's it's sort of disappeared somewhat in the in the cultural dialogue these days um i know you weren't a massive fan of it though yeah i i won't go as far as saying it's a bad movie it's got a lot going for it the wrestler it's certainly making a commentary on something it's a really good portrait of of a, of a character excellent character movie really good acting i think good yeah. directing too yeah. uh, a good script uh it's a very personal thing just yeah. i i was left feeling really unwell watching the movie i, I so, didn't enjoy watching it and let me put this to you then if i did want to make the case for it would you resist watching it again yeah i'd resist it but i wouldn't veto it it's a maybe for me, yeah, I have to yeah. say. Assassination have to see what else school. is around, what else is there on 2008. But yeah. Um, I don't know uh, about the assassination. Of no, the I'd never heard of it either, and I looked that up. And again, that seems like another kind of high-concept, slightly dark teen thing. Uh, Bruce Willis is in it. Yeah. Uh, Misha Barton's in it. Yeah. Uh, don't know any more about it, but it's got a decent rating on IMDb, about 6.9, something like that. So then we've got to the end of the list. That was that took a lot longer than I thought it would. But Me too. Um, the brilliant brilliant list there are loads yeah. of stuff that we're going to pull out of Excellent. that thank you again for that email yeah and uh, and all i'd say is that the gauntlet has well and truly been thrown down now yeah we've had we've had jamie dodd who gave us 30 films right at the beginning of the list carrie carrie again apologies throwing down even more there let's see who can top that yeah and also i'll add that we had a couple exchanges back and forth and i hope this is evidence to all you out there that like the first time they've written into a podcast and we've acknowledged it and we've said yes we're going to have a look at this email uh, obviously it's not a guarantee for anybody but still like write to us we're not swamped by messages and so uh we will read them all anyway uh, at the very minimum reply to you if not mention something about it on the podcast if you want if you don't want we won't the ornithology at gmail.com twitter facebook yeah all that all that stuff you know the score we'll be back Next week, to talk about 1988, and it's going to be a good one. It will be. Alex, thank you for taking time out of your midweek schedule to join me for this. Totally a pleasure. Um, Thank you again for writing in, and until next time. Bye. See you next time. See you in the next place. <laughs>